to let you know I am Brad Humphrey. Uh, I've been working on uh, the Windows accessibility team for a while, 12 years or so. Um, so it's been fun to kind of watch this journey, but really the last, you know, you know, the last like two to three years has been really fun to watch this arc. We've been getting a lot of great feedback, and I just kind of want to go through some of the pieces that we've seen in this story arc. And so kind of, you know, it really comes down to the overall Microsoft mission, and that really is to empower every person and every organization on the planet to achieve more. And as I noted yesterday or at the keynote, that is people here, it's this organization, it's people that you know outside this organization and other places that you belong that we're really trying to make sure that uh, you can just achieve more on our platform. And so what I'm going to talk through today really are kind of the narrative team, kind of what our aspirations are, uh, some of our focus, and then we're going to spend a little bit of time on a demo, which is where I want to kind of spend most of the time so you can kind of hear what's going on. And then uh, we'll talk about a little bit of some of the early feedback that we've had, and we'll kind of wrap up and do some Q&A. So I want to make sure uh, that you have time for Q&A, because I, I really appreciate that part of the talk. So let's do this. So our, our aspirations overall really is, over time, to be loved by each of us. Right? We really want you to love using, using Narrator and using Windows. We know we're not quite there yet. That's why it's our aspiration. Uh, and we really want to get to the focus of all-day, everyday use. So, you know, what does it mean to be able to sit down and write a document and do email and do the things that you need to do day in and day out? And so, uh, in that focus area, we want to make sure that it's easy to kind of learn and use. And so, one of the areas we spent time working on is a new narrator home. It'll come up and give you some introduction, help you get to the quick start, and we'll, we'll see that in the demo. Um, and then we wanted to make things, you know, faster and more natural. We had a lot of really good feedback on doesn't read quite as nicely as I would like, and so we did a lot of work to make it more natural uh, and continue to make it kind of faster, faster to learn and faster, you know, just over time. We also wanted to make sure it was familiar um, because we know that folks come from other screen readers and can we make the keyboarding more familiar? Can we make how it sounds and reads more familiar? So it's a core of that focus, and you hear some of that today. And also increase your independence. We had some great feedback on, hey, look, I get a computer. I need to restart it from the ground up. Like, what, what does it take to do that? You can now do that. Um, if you need to do safe mode and reboot, can I use safe mode? Yes, Narrator will now work in safe mode. So we'll detect Narrator was on, and we'll start the audio subsystem and stuff in safe mode. So we're trying to make you more and more independent with your, uh, with your device. So it's definitely a goal we're going to continue to work on. So those are kind of the driving focus areas we've been working on over the past you know, couple of years. And so what I want to really get into is the demo, because I think that's why a lot of people want to show up and... and you know, uh, listen to what we have going on. And so we're going to go through kind of the narrator home. I'm going to talk to you about settings and what's unique about some of the things with narrator and getting to settings uh, and how that really relates to web browsing and how the web browsing stuff also relates to email. And so we've done a lot of work, not just to make it familiar, but faster to learn. And so some of the things you would normally learn on the web, you'll see work in lots of places. It'll work in our settings and it'll work uh, in email as we go along. So let's dive into a demo. PowerPoint narrator heading level one. Welcome to narrator. This is that too fast? Oh, sorry, it's my head hitting Quick the speed microphone. Decrease to, speed decrease to 45. Speed increase to 50%. All right. Exiting narrator. PowerPoint narrator heading level one. Welcome to narrator. This is narrator home where you can get help, access your settings, and learn about new features. Narrator is a screen reader that describes aloud what's on your screen, so you can use that information to navigate your device. To start or stop Narrator, press the Windows logo key plus Control plus Enter. Explore the sections below to get started. Quick Start button. So one of the first things we did was said, hey, look, a lot of people wanted to know when I start up Narrator, like, where am I at? What do, how do I learn about it? So the first thing you heard was really our Quick Start guide. The Quick Start Guide is great because it's designed to take you through about 13 uh, just kind of examples of how to use it. And we believe those 13 things are what you would need to start using the web and actually just start using Windows as a whole. Narrator Guide button. And we also know that people want to get into the full guide, so we made that there easy to access. What's new button. And also, commonly, if people are using uh, Narrator for the past few releases, they want to know, hey, just what's the new section? Can we cut to the chase? And just let me know what's new. There's a couple other places, too, uh, in here uh, around 
settings button. So if you wanted to get the settings from here, you can. There are other ways. Feedback button. And I love the feedback button because the more feedback you give us, the more we continue to compile that and, and make progress towards the feedback. Show narrator home when narrator starts checkbox checked. And then obviously if you're like, hey, I don't need to see this anymore, you can turn it off. What I'm going to do right now is I'm just going to minimize it. Link, exit, minimize, button. PowerPoint slideshow. And so what I want to do is I know that I want to search a little bit about narrator. I want to go say, I want to change kind of the, uh, the voice that I'm using or other parts of narrator. So I'm just going to hit the start menu. Start window, Cortana, search box, edit. So we know that we're in the search box. And so now, for those of you that don't know, when you're inside the search box, you can just type away and we're going to collect basically anything in your system from files to websites or whatever. And so I'm just going to type in narrator. Narrator. Narrator, app, one of five. Change narrator voice, system settings, one of three, selected. So what I typed in was narrator and then voice, and then as, you, as I was typing, you would notice it gave a little alert, it's telling you what's selected, it's telling you that there's like three of five things. So that way if I arrow up and down, you know there's other things that I could search for. Narrator voice, run command, change narrator voice, system settings, so I'm just going to jump into that for, you know, so we can listen to some of the voices. Settings window, personalize narrator's voice, choose a voice, combo box, Microsoft David, English, United States, collapsed, scan. Okay, so we jumped straight to the voices, which is nice. I didn't have to kind of dig around inside here, so I'm just going to open this up. Maybe. Oh, the joy of demos. Yes, that's exactly correct. Except something went very wrong on my machine. That's the joy of demos. And for reference, this is a pre-release build, so. Oh, no. I've not seen this happen in a long time. Sorry about that. Start task manager okay. with narrator Ooh, heading level. That. Task <clears throat> settings, Microsoft David, English, Microsoft Zira, English, United States. So if you prefer a female voice. Personalize narrator's voice, choose a voice, combo box, Microsoft Zira. So I'm going to switch back to David. Microsoft. Personalize narrator's. <clears throat> so one of the things too is that people are like, you know, when you're in settings and you're inside Windows UI, it's like, are you worried that you missed something? You're tabbing around, you might miss, miss some things. And one of the things that we've been able to do is enable things that you would use on the web. So I'm going to press H for heading. No next, scan off, scan. No previous heading. Oh, why? Link, choose a, no pre, settings window. Start up options, heading level two. Use narrator, heading level two. Narrator, heading level one. And the same thing you do in a web page, you just start to arrow down and you can go through settings. Narrator is a screen reader that describes what's on your screen so you can use that information. And also people wonder, well, you know, maybe you missed something, you want to back up, you know, the same thing you could before, which is say hold down the control key and use left and right <clears throat> to move through words. Use, can, you, so, screen. So again, it really, if we're, whether you're in our Windows UI or you're in the web, it'll be the same experience. So let's jump over and try a little bit of the web. Narrator, scan off, tap, PowerPoint, ACB2, inbox, movie theater, Wiki, movie theater, Wikipedia, Google Chrome pane, movie theater, Wikipedia, link, limelight, scan. Uh, in this case, I just had Chrome open, so I was just alt-tabbing to it. But you could, you could just... The same way I started uh, the web, you could I uh, started, started settings. You could just press the Windows key and type Chrome, and it would open Chrome. Oh no, I love it! Please keep asking; it's fine. And what I did is list of high. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to press. Uh, I know that I've had this stuff open because I've been looking at list this stuff for a while. Grossing. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to press Alt uh, arrow forward. 
Movie Theater, Wikipedia Main Landmark, Heading Level 1 Movie Theater from Wikipedia, The Free Encyclopedia Jump to Navigation, Jump to Search in Large Modern Cinema Auditorium in Madrid, Spain. Movie Theater, Wikipedia has finished loading. So one of the things that happened is that when I went to the webpage, we just started reading. People were quite commonly like, hey, I go to a webpage, why don't you start reading for me? We heard that we jumped to the landmark, we started reading the landmark. And so as we go through, I'm just going to jump by headings. Contents, heading level two. Terminology edit, heading level two. I'm going to start arrowing down from here. Heading level two edit, heading level two. Blank. Image, link. So you hear the thing that said image and link. And sometimes you're often like, well, I don't know where I am. What's going on? Why did you not label this better? So what I'm going to do is actually we, we've hooked up Narrator to some of our cloud intelligence, and it's going to tell us where that link is going and what that image is. So I'm just going to hit the Narrator key, Control-D. Getting image caption and page title. Image caption, a storefront at night with Fox Theater in the background. Page title, file Fox Theater, boulderco.jpg, Wikipedia. So in both cases, we heard what the picture is when we didn't know what the image was, and secondly, we heard where would we go if we followed that link. And so we go out and we get that, get that information for you. And what is the narrator? No, no problem. It's narrator, uh, narrator control D. And it's for description, so it could describe a link maybe that you don't know where it's going. It could describe an image. Uh, so two, th yes, please. Go ahead. Uh, additional. Yeah. And then a couple notes, too. At the end, I do have actually a Braille uh, printout of some of the short command, command shortcut keys, so we'll hand those out at the end, too, for you as well. And so now I'm going to go back to this other page, just on... List of highest grossing films, Wikipedia main landmark. This is a featured list. Click here for more information. And I'm going to check... Two. Some three. What's that? Yes, that's exactly why it's there. You just start typing. So I'm going to read down through this. And first of all, I'm going to speed it up a bit, just so you can understand what we've been up to for speed and familiarity. Speed increased to 65%. Speed increased to 7 so as you can see, we're not even at 95% yet. And we did that because if people can read really fast, hear really fast, we want them to be able to listen really fast, and us not to be the blocking. And I spoke with someone earlier today, she goes, oh, I can listen really fast. I'm like, if you can out-listen our, our, our voices, please let us know. I, I want to talk more to you. Speed decreased to 60%. Speed decreased to 55%. Link films. So now I'm going to read down through this, and you'll notice that quite a bit we're going to hear the word link, link, link. Films link generate income from several revenue streams, including theatrical exhibition, link, home video, link, television, link, broadcast. Sometimes that gets a little old. You just want to listen to the content. And so what I'm going to do is just <clears throat> change the verbosity mode. So I'm going to hit narrator key V. Four, some text details. Five, all text details. One, text only. So I'm just going to do text only, and we'll read back, we'll listen back through that. Television. The generate income from several revenue streams, including theatrical exhibition, home video, television broadcast rights, and merchandising. However, theatrical box office earnings are the primary metric for trade. Now, what's nice is we went past about three or four links in that time, and all you had to get, you got to just be able to focus on the text. And simply by pressing uh, narrative key V, you're able to kind of cycle through that in a very quick, clean way. Yeah. Quick question. Uh, Three. What all. Is the narrator with the link? Is there a way to, to pop up the list of links on the web page? Yes. It's uh, what is it? Capsule. Yeah. Uh, narrator key F7. So if I do that, it will be long. But let's do it. Search hyperlinks window. Search list. This is a featured list. Click here for more information. Link one of 54. Select it. Scan off. So now you know we've got 54 links, and you can just arrow down through them. Page semi-protected. Jump to navigation. Jump to search. A screen cap of the title card from the home video. Link 9 of 1,800. Selected. And now the rest finally loaded. Is that, is that 
That's the narrator key, and we say the narrator key because you can set it for caps lock or insert, or both. Yeah. Yep. And again, we'll have I'll have a key command list that's in Braille as well for you too when we're done. Uh, I do not have the large print with me. The, we will work on it for you, uh, and we'll also uh, we'll get you the links to to the uh, narrator quick start as well. Yeah. It does not. It is small print. It was an error when they printed the Braille. Otherwise, we would. Yeah, no worries. So a couple of things I really wanted to note there is that, hey, look, it's the keyboard stuff that you're familiar with. You know, H for heading, K for link, down arrow. That is narrator, and we're actually working, that was all working inside Google Chrome. So one of the top asks we had was, hey, I, I don't mind using Edge. My preferred browser is Google Chrome. So we want to make sure it's easier and faster for you to use it because we support, we support Chrome. So I'm going to hop over to an email. Narrator, three of nine. Narrator heading level one. List of height, settings, three of nine. Task manager, PowerPoint slideshow, ACB, inbox, out in inbox, outlook, mail window, message list, Brent Humphrey, my volcano project for 11 a.m. Hello class, I have been using this site to help with my research project this semester. Have you found speed decrease to 50%? So this is actually Windows Mail. It also does work with Outlook. So the reason I like to talk about Windows Mail is that this is a free client, works great with Narrator. It works great with a bunch of other uh, low vision stuff that we will I'll talk about uh, tomorrow. But I'm just going to press enter to open this email. And by the way, if you notice it started reading right away, it's because in the Windows Mail client, there's a preview that's visually there. And so we're going to read you that preview as you're using it. So it makes it easier for you to decide, do I want to you know, open it and start listening to it, or do I just want to delete it? But I'm just going to press open so we can start listening through it. Hello, class. I have been using Link this site to help with my research project this semester. Have you found any other good resources? Link, this website also looked pretty helpful. Heading to Underwater Volcano notes one interesting. So a couple of things occurred. I just pre pressed open. We started to read. But I also came across headings. So I'm wondering, well, could I just jump by heading inside this email? Scan off. Re scan. Oops. Underwater Volcano notes. So I'm going to press H again. Research question, what is the largest underwater volcano? The largest underwater volcano. And so what we're able to do is the things that you've learned on the web, the things that you're familiar with work in settings. Uh, they work in the web browser. They work inside mail. Same thing is true like K for links. So I'll just go back up to those links by pressing Shift and K. Message. Link. This site. And so you're able to quickly navigate even through emails that you have just to kind of work through and... and and just, again, use the familiar commands and things that you've learned over time. So let me go ahead and reply to this. Sent from link. Okay, Character reading on. Bl blank. And cap page. E L O. Hello. O. Space. Hugo. Misspelled Hugo. Well, apparently I misspelled something. But a couple of things that we've tried to do is to make sure as you're typing, uh, it's easy to mis mistype something, and then you quickly hear the misspelling, so you can back up and kind of correct it in context, because sometimes that's quicker than writing a bunch of things, then going back through an edit path, path and remember, what was I trying to say at that time? Then we've continued to do some other work. If I press one, period, period. space. One, space, auto-corrected list item one. And so we're working on things that people have often asked us, well, what does it mean when you start uh, a list? Do I know that it started? So I'm on. And, space, one, one. Auto-corrected, uh, space, on. Auto-corrected, two. So we're going to tell you that one has started and two has started. And so it's a place where we'd love feedback and, and kind of working through. But we've heard from a lot of folks that, hey, I'm just I'm typing an, an email. I, I want to start a list. I didn't know the list started. So I don't want to hear, uh, under, you know, I can understand where things are at and what's going on with the auto-numbering and auto-listing. And the same thing is true if I just do a lowercase t-h-e. E, space, the auto-corrected, t. So we, they auto-corrected the the, and so now it's capitalized. So you'll understand if things are auto-corrected, because maybe you didn't want them auto-corrected as you go. So we're really trying to get to some of those basics of what does it mean to edit and do documents. Now this works inside Windows Mail. It will work inside Outlook. This works inside Word as well. So all of this stuff kind of surfaces through those, those specific areas. How do you get to the 
Oh, I just pressed Control R. Yeah. That is an excellent question. Thank you for noticing. Um, scan mode is equivalent, you know, the equivalent of something like the browse mode in JAWS. The difference is, again, our scan mode works everywhere. It's not just about a browser. It's about any any of our content supported. So it does work in, again, in mail. It does work in Word. It does work in things like our settings app. And, of course, then it works in the web as well. And we really want to do that to make it easier for you to kind of arrow through and use the commands that you're familiar with because you can learn it once and reuse this in mail and in the web and in our settings app, just making it simpler for you to learn, to learn and use. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very, very much equivalent to browse modes. The reason we didn't call it a browse mode is because most people associate it with a web browser, and that's the only place it works. But you're correct. The goal is to be able to scan through anything. Yes, uh, caps a narrative key space. So if you're like, hey, it's on, but I don't want it on. Scan. Scan off. So I'm just undoing pressing the caps lock space key. Scan. Scan off. So that way it makes it really easy. Maybe you don't need it on or you don't want it on. Um, and, and it also works really well because I do it quite a bit when I'm editing emails. I'll type a bunch of things out. I'll turn on scan mode, and then I'll jump back and forth between headings and, and use those same things, check links. So it works really, really well. Thank you. Um, do you have other questions? Because I love doing Q&A. Yes. Outlook desktop app? Yeah, it works well. It's, um, we've gotten feedback where it is more sluggish than people would like. That's been the feedback. So it does work, and we're continuing to work on performance so that it's faster with Outlook. Yeah. Yes. Um, on Windows specifically? Yes. Yes. So, uh, yeah, that's an excellent question. May I ask the software, or is that not? It, well, there's a bunch of different plugins and stuff. It's just okay. It's libraries mainly. So okay. You can use yeah, it's great. Uh, so in our case, we there's a couple ways we can support it. If it's a web-based plugin, um, and you're developing in the in in web. Uh, with web standards, then we will translate those web standards to work with uh, Narrator. We do that automatically for you. Um, the other place is that if it's a native app or a non-web app on Windows, the developer tools are called UIA for UI automation, and that's what all of uh, our that's what a lot of our system is using today for Word and everything else. Yeah. Was there a question in the back? Uh, the uh, Firefox? Yeah, no problem. Yeah, it, it's true. Um, in this latest release that's coming out, we are actually officially supporting Firefox and Chrome. Uh, the, the public release that was a few months back, um, it was a demo for Chrome because we were still doing work on it. And it did work with Firefox, but it, we weren't fully supporting it. So it is fully supported in the upcoming release. So if you are on the uh, Insider Builds, um, you're welcome to try it. Please give us feedback. Uh, if you're trying it now and you're having problems, please give us feedback, and we'll see if it's still true uh, in the release that's coming up. What build? Some Cortana. D in inbox. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Nineteen oh three is the May update. Um, but I recycled. I'm slightly ahead of that number. Um, but yes, the, the May update will read Chrome as a, as a uh, preview, and it may work with Firefox, but not intended to be supported yet. But it will be uh, in the next release that comes out shortly. No, go for it. Uh, there's two versions of the way Windows is released. One is an insider build, and you have to um, sign up to be an insider, and you will take month. Monthly updates. So if you're not brave about taking monthly updates of Windows, uh, or you have a spare computer, it's a great thing to put on a spare computer or a VM. Um, I don't know if I would not necessarily recommend it for day-to-day -day running your business. But it certainly is really helpful when we have people 
uh, that try early builds and give us feedback because they help us really understand some of these new features, are they working well uh, before we ship. So I always, you know, if you can and have a machine, we, we'd love to have you on the insider build. Um, otherwise, these things will be coming out in the regular builds, and we're on about a six-month cadence for Windows. There's, you know, plus or minus some, uh, some time in there, so, you know, we should be out due sometime soon with, with some of these builds, so. Yes. Oh, hang on. For, for, for narrator, yes. uh, your edge the edge browser, <laughs> the Windows Windows Edge browser, and Chrome, and then I, I would so uh, Windows Edge is the built-in Windows browser. Um, it, we've support narrator supported that for quite a while. Uh, we will continue to support Chrome, and and there's some um, and yeah. So I would say Windows Edge and Chrome. Because we're supporting Firefox, I would expect Firefox to work as well. In order of things that will you know, continue to work, I think all three will. We're just in the early stages of bringing Chrome online. And as we work on Chrome, it also helps Firefox. So we're doing both. And we expect to you know, support all three. Uh, the baseline will certainly be the Edge browser and, and Chrome. Yeah, so that's um, Edge is not going out. It's it, it, there, so there will be an update to Edge coming soon. Yeah, and and that will and they're working on the support for Narrator as well. So I would expect that to be supported too. Edge and Chrome, those two, and Firefox as well because we'll support it. So. Yeah, the, the question was uh, JAWS with Edge. Um, it's a great question for uh, Vespero. Um, I know it is version dependent, so depending on what version of Windows you're on, there's varying support for Edge. But it does, it does work with Narrator. Other questions? So I've got a couple. Hang on. I'm going to run a mic so that I think they're recording this. Check, check, check. Okay. Uh, hang on. I'm going to go here. Okay. I'm one of these people who used uh, JAWS with a, another magnifier. And um, that's certainly not going to happen yet in uh, Windows 10, because they're not ready. Uh, I mean, no offense. Um, is there any chance that Narrator will work with the magnifier in full screen mode? And will you be able to pan the full screen road by while using Narrator. So a couple of great questions in there. Uh, will Narrator and Magnifier work together? They do today. So if you have Magnifier on, um, we've updated the default so that they track together. Uh, and then we'll talk more about it tomorrow. But the actual Windows Magnifier will all now have a reader mode in it as well, so that if someone wants to just use magnification and have a, a reader that will just read the basics to them. You can do that as well. So they do work together today, and they do track together. There are a couple of settings you have to turn on, and in the latest update, they're all on now by default um, because we did a lot of work to reduce jumpiness and jitter. So they do work together. Uh, another question. Do you have a question, sir? Okay. Sorry about that. Oh, okay. When was the latest update put out? Jeff, do you remember April? Mm -hmm. We should. At least, well, at least in May. Uh, it did not work as well. It jumped funny or didn't track right. We did a bunch of work to... Yeah, okay. Yes, it was, it was in May. And, uh, but it does, it does work much better together. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, I'll come back. Yes. So narrator plus magnifying full screen mode will track together. It, the May update will make it much smoother. Okay, we've got a bunch of great feedback on it. Any other questions back here? Okay, yes. Sorry, here you go. 
I do a lot of spreadsheets at work. Does Narrator fully work with spreadsheets or will it soon if it does not now? Love the question. Uh, we, we are working on our support for better Excel support. So we, it's there, it's very basic. Uh, we've got a lot of feedback on it being too verbose, so it's an area that we need to continue to invest in. So it's a great, great question. Uh, okay, hang on, I'm, I'm trying to make it. No, don't be sorry. No, no. Okay. It's sort of like her question in that, how well does it support or work with Word? Uh, excellent question on Word. It works, in my opinion, works very well with Word. When you heard things today like the misspelling and the grammar check and those things, those are all Word underneath. So the, the Windows Mail Client and Outlook actually use Word as their editing surface. So Word works well. Um, even things like track changes will tell you, track changes will tell you, so you, depending on your level of verbosity, will tell you about font changes and type size changes and color changes and foreground color changes and lots of stuff. Uh, so it, it does work. So always open to the feedback, so please try it and let us know. Well, I'm sorry, what? Okay. Right. Right, because you could have a too narrow of a column and you, it might not be visible on the thing at all. Yep. Okay. Great, great feedback. Thank you. Uh, the note was, hey, if we do, um, uh, when we do Excel, please make sure that the visibility of the text is known. Uh, also, there's a good point about Word. Uh, it is important to understand that it is about Office 365. It is about the latest version of Word. So. Some people will try Word XP and go, it doesn't work. This is true, it doesn't work. Um, so it, it is about being on the Office 365 and having the latest updates. Two questions over here. Two questions, I'm coming. Actually, I got two questions. What, which release of Windows 10 does the magnifier reader is available? Because I've got the latest build, which is around May 19th. Is that, and how do you activate it? And the other question is, uh, I use Visual Studio 2019, and I've been, it seems to work pretty well so far. I just wanted to know if you guys did a lot of testing with that, with that application. All right, I'll start with the magnifier reader. On the latest Insider build, the UI is not there yet. It's being hooked up. It's coming in the next week or so, so I'll be demoing that tomorrow. Uh, and assuming you're in the Insider build, if you're not in the Insider build, it's not hooked up yet. So it is coming actually in this next release and it's the Insider build today. So the Magnifier Reader is on its way and it will be in the next release that's coming up. To the question about uh, Visual Studio and do we test with it, actually the video, Visual Studio team does their testing with it. Um, at Microsoft, we kind of, there are so many applications built inside of Microsoft that the, teams, <coughs> the individual teams are responsible for doing their testing with the screen reader. Uh, so we do help support them when questions come up. But that those individual teams are responsible for that testing. Oh, another question? Yes. Yes. Is there a, an easy way to verify what build of Windows 10 a person's using? Like in Narrator, do you have a keystroke that will give you version, or do you have to go somewhere to find it? The question is. You know, uh, sorry, the answer is you have to go somewhere to find it, and I actually have it at the end of this deck, so I will talk about it. I'll answer that question in a moment. Uh, you do, and that is a great point. Should we add that to, to Narrator for a version as a keystroke? It's an interesting yeah. question. The answer is yes. Okay, great. <laughs> That's good. That's good feedback. Uh, other questions or comments or thoughts? Oh, we got one over here? Okay. Sorry? Just curious uh, if there is going to be a provision for folks to write uh, the equivalent of JAWS scripts uh, for an area anytime. Uh, that's an excellent question. Um, it's, it's been a, a long-standing request. It is in our backlog. It is not, it's not really out and available today. So it, we'll see if, that, if we do that. I think what it comes down to, uh, how we tend to think about it, is the ability to customize the reading customize and, uh, and customizing workflows and generally people and then there's also making inaccessible apps accessible. There's kind of three buckets that that falls in. 
And so we'll be working on those types of problems as we go forward. The how is a great question. So it's in our backlog. Uh, we're kind of, you know, uh, looking at how do we make sure that email and web and these things are really focused and really good, and then we'll continue to extend that way. Yes? Okay, I'm kind of hitting a wall in terms of accessibility with the document cloud. I have to read professional journals where you have to read a left-hand column and then a right-hand column. How is narrator and the uh, Windows magnifier going to deal with that type of presentation in Adobe? I hope it happens eventually. So, uh, great question. Um, we do have PDF readers built in. And they're, again, it's also PDF dependent. How are they tagged and do they have the right data? Um, so we do, read, we do read through PDFs today with the stuff that's built into Windows. Again, mileage varies based on the actual document structure. Um, so don't know unless I try it, but in our, we, it'd be great if we can try it and then you know, give us feedback as you go. And, all right, any other questions? Oh, great, okay. Um, I have two questions. So, one is about whether or not Narrator works well with Google Docs, and then the other one is how is Edge with either importing bookmarks from um, whatever I use now, Chrome, and previously I used Internet Explorer, which I loved, and my and um, Adobe, um, what is the other one, Firefox, and I'm now using Chrome, but I just have a gazillion bookmarks that aren't as well organized. So I'm wondering how Edge handles that, importing bookmarks and organizing them. Uh, so it was bookmarks and, there's a question for it, sorry. Google Docs. Google Docs. Um, we do not yet support Google Docs. There's just some interesting challenges in web standards in general for that. Uh, so we are working on that over time. It's certainly on our list. Uh, and then secondly, import. That's a great question. I don't know because I don't work on the Edge team. But I know there's an import. How well it works, I honestly don't know. But I, I do believe you can import it. So sorry, I don't have a better answer there. How y'all doing? Feeling good? All right. Any other questions? I don't know where we have for time, by the way. All the way in the back of the room. All the way in the back of the room. Okay. Thank you. Back of the room on the right. Where are we at? Okay. Perfect. Thank you. Well, first, I would like to say thank you for all your efforts to make things accessible because that is wonderful. <laughs> and I used to run a private agency, and we went exclusively to Windows Magnifier for all of our clients. So, um, and um, I don't work in that arena anymore, sort of. But I would like to know if you're going to create some training materials on Microsoft so that all these questions could be answered in one place and that maybe there's a place to get training for um, people who are providing assistive technology instruction out in the world. First of all, thank you. Uh, <clears throat> how to put it? It's been, uh, it's been awesome to work on it, so thank you for the feedback. Uh, where do you get training? Uh, actually, um, in tomorrow's talk, uh, I was going to go over it a bit. We're partnering with Hadley. And so Hadley has actually built a series of things for low vision, and they're working on other things for uh, other stuff with us. So I'll be kind of walking through that tomorrow. They've not yet started on Narrator. We're working with them on it, can that be on their roadmap? Um, because they, because they want to be able to say, here's how you go use you know, Outlook and these other things with, uh, with our technology. So. But they have started that from a uh, magnifier perspective, and so and so we're going to continue to partner with them. And we also uh, do webinars. Um, Jeff Bishop here has been in, in several webinars with um, Mariah, Mariah Moon, who also works in our team. Uh, so we also have webinars, and so I encourage you to look those up. We've had really good feedback on them. That's right, main menu. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I met my first, uh, company when I was doing that. And so 
Right. So I, I kind of heard two things in that. One, you pre well, three things. One, you appreciate the webinars. Thank you for that. Uh, two, um, that there's two things you're learning at once. One is Windows 10, and one is potentially narrator as a screen reader. And, and to do that, we, a, a slower, more step-by-step -step version might be useful. And that's why we're partnering with folks like Hadley. So that, that's really good feedback that maybe we should do a, a, a different webinar where it's a bit slower, step-by-step. -step. It's, it's good feedback, so we'll, we'll take that back and consider it. Yeah, thank you. Just want to make sure we're not, we're not running out of people's time. So go ahead. I, I think what you're doing is wonderful with Adley. But could you do, in addition to the webinars for, for people who are hearing impaired or whatever, some sort of, uh, I'm going to say this incorrectly, written or text-based format for people at least at the beginning so we don't have to be outlining as we're listening to the webinar? Yeah, it's a great point uh, to have it closed captioned, the closed captioning available for review. So thank you. Yeah, uh, sorry, when we, sometimes when you build the closed caption files, you can convert that to text, so yes. All right, a Word document it is. Yes. Awesome. Okay, speaking of shortcut keys, before anybody wants to go, I do have uh, a bunch of the uh, Braille versions, and I apologize, when we asked them to print the text, it ended up super small, so. Uh, actually, the, the list is also available. And when you open Narrator, the Quick Start Guide, it's right there. So control, win key, enter. With the latest version of Windows, you're going to get that, that, that startup. Otherwise, it's learning Narrator. Uh, to, in the latest version of Windows, when you do control, win key, enter, that, the new home will come up. And you can help learn it from there. Yep, control, win key, enter is how you turn Narrator on and off. You get the home screen in the latest versions. You get the narrator home that I demoed at the beginning. Yep, narrator home. Yeah, and the, yeah, so we get a quick start in this thing. And that is also covered on this. For those of you who can read Braille, I have them. Uh, and what I'll do is I'll put some at the end of each thing. Okay, I got a hands up. Uh, before I hand those out, uh, thank you all for coming. Thank you for the feedback. And if you have other questions, I will be here for a little bit. So thank you. I do. It's in my right hand, so I will bring them to everybody. All right.
Exiting narrator. currently comes in the newer builds of Windows right now. Right, that's what I thought. That's yeah. Because, I, I mean, they, I don't even know if they get updated. I'm almost certain one, the one we're using now is not even supported anymore. And that's like, really? Like, Why are y'all doing that? Yeah, um, I mean, their IT people will support it, but right. eventually it's not going to work out. You know, they're going to have to. Yeah, it, the thing, and it, it'd be worth talking about. It it can be a challenge working with uh, companies to do the updates for sure. And, and the win in Windows Seven, right, or sorry, Windows Ten, we're updating about every six months. So that's hard for IT departments to want to manage. I'll, I'll get these updates and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm not used to getting updates like that. Yeah, yeah. Because I used to have, you know, I'm not. I literally went from I, I moved to like four, four Windows up. You know what I'm saying? Like four versions up. Oh yeah. To, to ten. So I mean, I went from XP to ten. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it a, that's was a big like jump. It's a big jump. I've heard, several people told me they're like, I made the jump. I'm like, how's it going? They're like, actually, better than most people, better than they'd expected. Well, some things I'm doing okay, but this is my first laptop, and so I'm. On my other computer, I didn't have to use any low vision devices because my brother had it set up where um, he changed the resolution on my screen and I had a big screen. But I wanted something I had to sit in my chair, watch TV, and work on the computer. And I wanted a laptop like everybody else. You know, I, just, I was getting tired of right. I wanted to get rid of that big thing. I got it in my bedroom and get rid of the whole cabinet. Yes. So big. Yes. And I wanted to be able to move my computer around. Yeah. <clears throat> so I said, okay, I'm going to dive into this. And well, good. I'm glad you did. So, you know, I'm learning, and um, I've, it's even been suggested that I might, they, they say you can pay to take classes. I went to one of the stores to ask a question. Oh, yeah. So, and they said, yeah, if you just pay like $145, you can get for a whole year, you can get so that part's true, but I mean, like for the accessibility tools, I think those are free. Yeah. I don't think we charge for the accessibility training. So if you're talking about just learning the yeah. magnification and those tools, you should talk to them just about learning that because that you don't have to pay for that. That's great. Okay, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, you should. Well, I need to learn some few other things because apparently the um, apparently like saving files is working a little different because when I was. Um, when I was entering the J.P. Morgan thing, um, I went to send my paper and I couldn't find it. I saved it, went to send it from the email. I couldn't even find it. The only oh. way I find it is when I open up um, when I open up my word. Oh, okay. And I'm like, great, now I can't find it. Right. And I don't know what happened. So. You, the thing is, it, when, when you press the Windows key and you hit the Cortana search box, just type the name of the document, it will find it for you. I did. Yeah, it should find it for you. She did it. Oh, well, yeah. that's surprising. Oh, yeah, I was shocked. I was like, what? And it's there. <laughs> it's there. Good. I can bring it up all the time in Windows. I mean, in Word when I get into it. The other, the other thing. It's been safe and everything. Yeah, yes. But, yeah. All right. But I'll keep working on it. Okay. I thought that since it's my first time working on 10, and I, I, I made such a big jump, and it's my first laptop, I thought it might be a good idea for me just to go ahead and take the classes and let them teach me. Yes. <laughs> Second yeah. catch up. Sure. Yes. I, that was great. Oh, thank you. You know, I, I'm only showing seven because of my problem that you know, I've told you about. Yeah. But it would be great when you do the search box and getting the files.
It's kind of hidden. You have to do a, a you know, a, a context menu or right click, and then it, it'll say you can take you can copy the file path or go to the file. It's there. It's just not shown by the. Oh, shit, I've never seen that in Windows Seven. Yeah, it's not, yeah, I don't think it's in Windows Seven. I know, I know. Yeah, it's great. I installed that. Now the other thing is reading and rostering in Adobe. That is the key to my financial publisher, and I'm hoping somebody's going to support it. Yeah, I believe in you. I believe in Microsoft. Made a copy of me living for 22 years. Correct. And that's what I was told to. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You know, you know, eventually this is going to happen. It's just a learning curve. Yes, that is the challenge. That's why we've but tried to. Our put friends it. in Florida are not being. Uh, but I'll tell you, Outlook is the greatest experience I've ever had. I love it, I love it, I love it. Well, that's great. I'm at Outlook.com. I'm enthusiastic. I think everybody should use it. It makes it so easy. Nice. I love it. Well, I'm glad we're making it easy for you. Thank you. Okay, I got you. Can I get you to the door? Be great. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. No problem. We're up at the front of the room, so we will head back this way. Yeah.